Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Uh, 1144, it's the fan. It's Tiki and Tierney here. And it's time for the old Carl Banks report with our buddy Carl, two-time Super Bowl champ and uh, part of the broadcast crew for the Giants here on the fan. And the chat with Carl brought to you by Bud Light for the Giants fans on game day. Enjoy responsibly by Foxwoods Resort Casino. It's the wonder of it all. By your local Kia dealers, visit kia.com to discover movements that inspire. And by hand and stone massage and facial spa. I mean, listen, Carl, there's really no need to necessarily regurgitate the the actual, you know, game stuff from Saturday. It, it, it was an ass-kicking. We all know that. But yeah. it, it, it does not for me, nor should it for any, although, of course, you're entitled to your opinion, invalidate the success that the Giants had this year. But what it does do is remind Shane Dable ownership that they're still miles from being a championship team. Where do you stand on unpacking everything for us? I agree with that 100%. I thought you were going to stir it up for uh, me and Tiki, but oh, I, am. I think somewhere <laughs> in between somewhere in between our two opinions was the truth uh, about <laughs> Sunday. But um yeah, I think what you saw was the benchmark in the Philadelphia Eagles. And I said it uh prior to the game that it was the Eagles game to lose. Mm-hmm. Um and they came to play. And that was just the reality of it. They were a better football team more talented, they're ridiculously, disgustingly talented, the Philadelphia Eagles are, and the Giants found out just where they were. Like, there are some things that we can talk about um, in terms of of how the Giants played the game, but they were just better. Like, Philadelphia was better, and this is when you walk into your locker room, you know, those who gave 100% effort knew that it wasn't good enough, that they didn't have a good enough team. And so um, it would have taken a lot. Look, there was a a drop by Richie James, right? And I'm on the radio about to say something. And then I just just shook my head and I said to Bob, you know what? It is what it is. Because (laughs) it's Richie James. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Considering like, so why are we going to lose our mind over this? This, this This is what it is. And and so I think Dable and Shane, they know this. People are saying, well, maybe, you know, they got there too fast and it could set the program back. No, winning in the playoffs are always good for your culture. Yeah. You, um, and, and by the way, Carl, we can't forget that the Philadelphia Eagles sat around for a week and a half, basically more, 
preparing for whoever was coming to them, right? They had a buy. Yeah, that's the benefit and the yeah. beauty of a buy. You're first of all, you're rested, but then, but then once you know you're you're ahead of the game and prepping for whoever mm. you, for whoever you have to play. So that's one thing. But you know, the thing I I want to glean from you, Carl, because you were there, like you saw it, you felt it. Did it feel like the team was flat? Because it, 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 to me, it felt like it was. And this is kind of going to the conversation that BT was going to rile us up against each other on about the yeah. energy the energy in Philly. You know it, Carl. You played down there. It's, so, it's, it's hell, right? Did they feel well, like not rising to the occasion of the environment that they were in? Well, no. To the, well, so put it this way, Tiki. If you are in an F1 race <laughs> with a Camaro, everything, you look slow because you are. <laughs> Um, I don't think it's that's a good analogy, Carl. That's a good one. I, I just I, I think they they were who they were and the Eagles were at their best. Yeah. And um from a talent standpoint, there were you know, the, the Giants had a chance if they could sucker punch him. And the Eagles knew that and they came out ready to go. Yeah. Simple yeah. as that. So um could they have done could the Giants have done some things better? Yeah. yeah. Like uh, they tackled like crap. Oh, let's be honest. All, that was all. That was really um, disappointing. And the most, I think, the most disappointed I've been in a group of of, and, and this is in one particular area with the defensive backs because I think they're well coached and they play hard. But I, I, I never imagined that they would allow themselves to be blocked by the receivers mm. every single time. And I'm like. I know the Eagles focus on the little things, but I never knew have known any of those guys to be killer blockers yeah. in the run game. And they just latched on to giant defenders and, and the Giants could not get off of it. And that was the disappointing part of it. Um, but other than that, I entered, you know, the game looking at a Camaro at a, on an F1 racetrack. Yeah, and Carl, you, what I saw. And you you said this almost every week that we've had you on. The Giants sometimes defensively will give up some plays, but they'll tackle. They didn't tackle, and that's that's ultimately they the difference. They did not tackle. So we we can yep. put we can put the post modem to bed. The autopsy's done. It's buried. It's over. Yep. But as we look forward to next season, I mean, it's you got to start with the offensive line. And then you maybe start looking at the secondary for it, even if it's just depth purposes, but certainly another, you know, elite type starter. Where are the biggest needs in your mind for this Giants team to start to close that gap, as Joe Sane said, on the talent? Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna go under the premise that that um Daniel Jones is back. Yeah. So the first thing you do is fortify the offensive line. The next thing you do is to get better receivers, even okay, though you man. have some guys that are on the roster uh, that could contribute. You still got to get a number one receiver. And then you've got like those are your two priorities, offensive line and weapons for Daniel Jones. And then the second tier of that, but not to be discounted, are quality defensive players. Mm -hmm. You've got to get another quality cornerback, and you've got to upgrade the linebackers. Look, Wink Martindale, what he did this year, that's why I call him the wizard, because he he was able to do some things that most defensive coordinators would be like, you know what, screw this, I don't have any talent. <laughs> Give him a little, he deserves yeah. better than he coached this year, and that's no, no disrespect to the players who gave 100%, but they got to continue to build on that defense as well. All right, so we're talking to Carl Banks, of course, Carl, two-time Super Bowl champ, analyst for the Giants radio here on The Fan. Carl, I want to throw something at you that I threw out to start the show now. 
And it's, uh, it's, it's not a real common thought, but I think there might be two ways to address this. Okay. Now, I do think that Jones is back. I do think Jones has earned the right to come back. No question. He played very well this year. Saturday side, everybody played poorly. However, when you look at the Eagles and how they're structured, when you look at the Bengals, uh, they have their quarterback still on the first, on the first, um, the first rookie deal. And Brandon Bean, who, as you know, was the GM for the Bills, talked about this. He said, listen, guys, they have a distinct advantage building their roster because they've got the finance is much more in order, which allows them to address the roster deeper. I know, I know that the Giants are going to try to make this work with Jones, but I want to know from you if you think it's completely irresponsible to come up with a possibility if Shane and Dable see somebody in the draft that might be a round two pick, might be a late round one pick, and you say, you know what? We can coach this kid up, and he can do 80% of what Jones did last year for $900,000. Why is that not an option for this team? (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Good luck. Good luck, because there are about 15 teams right now that don't have Daniel Jones that if if they were to bet their jobs on something in the second round, uh, they'd be fired. Like, Daniel Jones would be at the top of everyone's list. You're you're the one thing you have in place right now is a quarterback. Yeah. Not 80% of what he can do. You've got a quarterback. Now you build that either if you start this process of exchanging quarterbacks for the next thing that you think that might be good. Yeah. You're Cleveland for 10 years. Not if you identify you're, the guy. No, but Carl, not if you identify the guy and coach him picking up. A, listen, picking players is not an exact science. Well, it's proven every year, mm-hmm. and and this is not a this is not a, a jet thing, but they just missed on two top. Well, I don't know whatever Wilson's going to be. Yeah, but they missed on one. They have another one that they're unsure of. They're coaching him up, by the way. So you don't know until you know, and they know what they have here. And if a guy is down in the second round somewhere. I'm not taking my chances there. And I, I, got I Daniel knew Jones. that you'd say, and I got you. I knew that you'd say that. I guess my concern for the Giants, right? There was an element of I won't use the word luck, fortune in the Giants finishing where they finished record-wise this year. Okay, I think it's unfair okay. to say luck. That's not cool. A little fortune, a little circumstantial. There's a chance the Giants take a, a step back next year, just like there's a chance anybody does. To be fair, record-wise, record-wise, that's not, what I mean. Yeah. So you're going to tell me? I'm not saying that you can't do this, but I need to lay this out more thoroughly. You're going to tell me that you're going to pay Daniel Jones thirty-five or thirty-eight million dollars, whatever, whatever the number is. You're going to pay Saquon twelve or thirteen, whatever the number is. You're going to pay wide receiver twenty-five million dollars, which is what everybody's saying, and which is what they have to do. You're going to fix an offensive line and a cornerback situation and be good to go financially. I don't. I don't know that you are. Well, well, there are a few things that we don't know. We don't know how Joe Shane's going to manage the finances. We know that he fielded a team, a playoff team, whether it's good fortune or not. They created that um, with no money, right? So I, I, I'm going to trust the fact that they'll manage the finances and manage the personnel effectively without having to you know, go pie in the sky for everything. The one player you have to pay is the quarterback. And that number will only go up from year to year um, with this TV money. So don't get sticker shock when you see what he makes. Yep. He's not going to make 50. No. Yeah. What's um, he going to make? I mean, he's going to make 40? He's not worth $40 million a year. I don't think. I don't 40? Think, I mean, it's not. Yeah. 
It, but it matters with a salary well, cap, It does guys. matter, but the cap is going to explode. It's, it's truly going to explode in a couple years. So there's a way to put the, yeah. put his number out two years or three yeah. years when it when it really will feel less significant. I mean, I, I, that's a nuance of the Giants offseason, and, and it's interesting Correct. how Joe Shane's going to manage this. But we started our show, Carl, talking, you know, Pat and Dable on the back. He's one of the finalists for Coach of the mm-hmm. Years, and Saquon Barkley had the year that he had, and Wink, and everybody everybody had their did their job to get the Giants where they are. But now the spotlight has to be on Joe Shane because now the sure. the hard work really starts for him because this team is clearly not good enough to compete, even in division. Forget the best teams in sure. the NFL. In the division, sure. he's got the hardest job going forward. I think everybody agrees with that. Yeah, without, without a doubt, Tiki. And I think those are the problems he'd love to have. Of course. Because the one thing that they did fix, and the reason they had the good fortune of playing in the playoffs and winning a game, it's because they fixed the culture first. Yes. Now they can bring players in and they have evangelists for uh, the Dable way. You know, uh, they they have guys that will sing the praises of of Brian Dable and how this, this organization works. If they were a bad dysfunctional team as they were when uh, Shane and Dable got there, they would have they would have a hard time getting quality free agents. They fixed the culture first, and that's why the, the the good fortune of making and winning a playoff game will only propel them a step forward. And I think they look forward to the challenge of getting better players. All right, man. Certainly, the uh, the foundation's been established. It's been uh, been a fun season. A lot of ways, uh, certainly a season of accomplishment. We might disagree a little bit on maybe building this thing out, but it's all good. Uh, good chat, my man. Two-time champ. That's Carl Banks. Thank you, Carl. Appreciate it, buddy. Appreciate you, Carl. Thank you, guys. Be good, Thank man. Thank you. Yeah, you know what's all interesting? Right. I know we got a break here. Like Carl talked about when I presented my my possible plan B. Mm-hmm. Although maybe plan A, but really more so plan B. He said, and he's right. It's a crapshoot trying to evaluate these young quarterbacks. Tell you what else is a crapshoot. Paying good quarterbacks elite money. Derek Carr, elite money. Raiders stink. Mm-hmm. Going to trade him. Yeah. Paying Kirk Cousins. But is that Derek oh, Carr's fault? Well, I don't know. But I'm just giving. Paying Kirk Cousins elite money. Vikings are going nowhere. They stink yeah. in the grand scheme. They're yeah. going backwards. But they did win 13 games. I understand that. It got them, and they got bounced by a team that won nine games last year and got trumped and smashed on Saturday. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, there could be multiple opinions on this. And I certainly True. respect your, yours and Carl's. True. I'm just not married to anything right now with the Giants. Well, I mean, and I would hope that the Giants would have an open mind as well. I think Minnesota's issue had nothing to do with our offense. Because they could score 35 points any game. They, the defense was terrible. They had a they had a, was a bunch of makeshift guys or older guys. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, the, circ, the, the situations and the circumstances matter. I think sometimes we boil it down to cliff notes. And that doesn't tr- truly tell the story. Yeah, I got you, but I'll tell you this. Uh, now, the Vikings would have been waxed by the Eagles. Let's say the Vi- Vikings found a way to beat the Giants. They're not beating the Eagles no matter what. It's but probably a closer game. It pro- oh, it's definitely closer, but if they have a true superstar rather than a B-level quarterback, which is what they have, I'll tell you what, they scored that last drive against the Giants. They certainly don't throw it five yards shorter. And don't <laughs> tell me schematically nobody was open. There actually was a guy open. You got to – I mean, they're going to get a first down. They're going to score, and they're going to beat that Giants defense. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is not. Kurt, Kurt's a robot. I told you this Well, that's what week. I'm saying. He made the only throw that was available to him because Dexter Lawrence was going to eat his lunch. But he's not paid like a robot. 
it, that's the point. Uh, yeah, but he's but he is a starting quarterback in the league, and he's been one for years now. So he's going to get paid what he's going to get paid. It's right. a, I, I hear you. It sucks. You know what I mean? It's, it's tricky. Wh- By the way, BT, I've been saying this for years. I hate this about the quarterback market. I hate it. Now, just because you're a starter, you deserve to make more money than most families will make. In they're, I'm not just talking mom, dad, but yeah. mom, dad, family kid, trees. Like for the next twenty years. Yep. So it's, right, just, it's just how quarterbacks are in the league. All right. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney here on The Fan. We're going all in. Coming up next, bogus update right now. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.